0: Hello, welcome. I'm Charles Clement, and I'll be leading your introduction tonight. I'd like to start by telling you a little bit about myself. I'm an entrepreneur, and that means, in my case, that I own and operate four businesses. And I want to tell you about one of them, Fever House, Bed, and Breakfast, recognized in 2006 by Travel and Leisure Magazine's book, Best of 2006, World's Greatest Hotels, Spas, and Getaways, after only 16 months of operation. I'm also a raging Cajun from Bayou Pigeon, Louisiana, <laughs> home of uh, the world's fastest crawfish peeler and commercial fisherman extraordinaire, my mom, Bernice, and my dad, CI. So enough about me for now. Um, the main thing I wanna leave you with is my thanks and appreciation for your being here. Your being here gives me an opportunity to do my favorite thing in life, and that is being with people as they invent a new possibility for themselves in their life. So now I want to give you an opportunity to say something about yourselves. I mean, some of you anyway. So, what had you be here? What interested you? What did your friends say that had you accept their invitation? Or maybe something about the person that invited you? So who'd like to be brave and go first? Yes, Steph? Hi.
1: Oh, my name is Steph, I'm a high school teacher and a business owner, and my friend talked about this program and I just, she talked about it in such a great way that I really thought it was worth it to come check it out. So
0: here I am. Great. Well, first of all, thank you for going first, right? <laughs> and then uh, thank you for accepting your friend's invitation, I'm sure it means a lot to her. Thanks. Great.
2: Anyone else? Eric? Hi Charles. Um, my coworker um, did the program and she invited me to come tonight. And. You know, she's just a different person at work and she just seems happier and who doesn't want to be happier? So that's why I'm here.
0: So Right. So you're here for happiness. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. Great.
2: Well, thank you for being here.
0: Thank you. Right. Anyone else? Evelyn.
3: Uh, hi, I'm Evelyn. I'm an opera singer. Um, my um, Actually, it was my brother who did this education and there were just some really incredible things that happened in his life after he did the education. So. I'm really curious to find out what's going on here.
0: <laughs> Great. Anybody else curious? Very <laughs> good. Very good. Well, we'll get all your questions okay, answered and your thanks. curiosity <laughs> satisfied. All right? Very good. Thank you for being here. Sure. Shira? Yeah, Shira. Uh, yeah, all right, Shira. very good.
4: <laughs> um, I had a friend who... Um, I actually had a lot of friends who have asked me to be with Landmark, and I never did uh, come, but this one friend called me on a day when I was really down and, and sort of did this thing with me where um, I ended up really wanting to go to this audition that I just didn't want to go to. And she, I just got out of bed and wanted to wear this glittering thing by the time she was done. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am. I, I said, okay, when she asked me to come to here. Great.
0: All right. Well, well, thank you. Thanks for accepting her invitation, as I said before. And, you know, I'm sure it means a lot to her. And, you know, it really speaks to your commitment to your friend, right? Thank you. Awesome. All right. Very good. So the next thing I'd like to do is let you all know a little bit about how this evening will go. Tonight, you will get a sense of how the Landmark Forum works and what we do in the Landmark Forum. But this evening is really about you and your life. So, some of you, um, probably your friends shared with you the possibilities they invented for themselves and their lives in the landmark forum, right? Anybody? Yeah? Yeah? Okay, great. Well, tonight you will get an opportunity to create a new possibility in an area of life that's important to you. Right? Now, I know we've just met, and we may be perfect strangers, and it's not a common conversation to talk about our lives and what's important to us with strangers, right? I don't imagine that any of us woke up this morning thinking, wow, I can't wait to talk to a stranger about my life and what's important (laughs) to me, right? (laughs) However, what makes tonight valuable is that it really is about you and your life, and however you are here tonight works. So there are two parts to tonight, including a short break. In the first part, we will, um, well, we're committed to, that you get something of value that you can take away with you. And then there's the short break. And then in the second half, we will tell you about the kind of material that gets covered in the three and a half days of the Landmark Forum and give those of you who would like to register an opportunity to do so. And the evening will end at 10.15. Okay? So now, we'll take the first step and inventing a new possibility in an area of your life that's important to you. If you reach under your chair, there's a workbook. It looks like this. Right? And we'll get to this in a minute. We're going to start by giving you an opportunity to look at the different aspects of your life and to assess what's, what areas are working and not working or not working as well as you'd like them to. All right? So what are the different aspects or areas of your life? Who'd like to say? Could you write on the board for me, Stephanie? Thank you. Stephanie's got a better handwriting than <laughs> you. Okay. Work. Work, yeah, that's an important area in our life, yeah. right? Very good. Anyone else? Relationship. Yes. Uh, relationship. Great. Shira?
4: Finances.
0: Finances, <laughs> right? Yeah, a vital part of our lives, yes?
4: Uh, health or fitness.
0: Fabulous. Health, fitness. Any others? Family. 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 Perfect. Play. Play. Recreation. Leisure. 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 Fun. Recreation. Any other areas?
1: Uh, Spirituality.
0: Spirituality, right? Right. Our beliefs. Important, right? Right. Great. Anyone else? You can go more than once. (laughs) 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 Love. Love, right? Your love. It's kind of like a. Yeah, yeah love. All right, yeah. very good.
4: Anyone else? <laughs> Communicating with people? Communication. Communication,
0: mm-hmm. very important.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right, so that would be like, sorry to interrupt. No, go <laughs> no, ahead. No, I guess that would be family, you know, communication family. So I guess that could be with Some of them tie in together, yeah, absolutely. Okay.
0: Very good. Well, this is just a good, thank you, you, Stephanie. This is a sampling. You know, we could spend a little more time and come Mm -hmm. up with other areas, but this is just to give you an idea of what we mean by aspects or areas of your life, Okay. So now, if you'll open up that workbook that I had you take out from under your chair, and open it up to number one and number two. It's the first page. You'll see that section one is titled, What's Working? And section two is titled, What's Not Working. So please make er a list list of areas in your life, excuse me, that work in section one. And then make a list of areas in your life that are not working in section two. And it may not be that you're just not working. It may be not working as well as you'd like them to. All right? So just take a minute or two and, and do that work right now.
2: Yes, Eric? Is it possible that you have things that are working and not working in the same... Absolutely, and those would go on both lists. Okay. Okay.
0: In fact, while you're writing, I'll just tell you, I actually went to work on an area which is both working and not working at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the... When I looked recently, I saw that my relationship with my mom is both working... And yet not working, some aspect of it not working as well as I'd like it to, right? So um, what's working about it is that I really adore my mom. I highly respect her. She's outgoing. She's the matriarch of my family. And she's like one of my best friends. And yet, as much as I adore my mom, when I go home to visit her, I find myself being annoyed with her attention and care And resisting and ignoring her expectations of the visit. And that really doesn't work for her or me. Okay? So that's an example of an area that's both working and not working. Thank you. Okay? All right, so for some people, there may be many areas of your life that are working and perhaps only a few that are not working. Does everybody have at least one area that doesn't work or doesn't work as well as they'd like it to? Yeah? Okay, great. So next, pick one area that's not working or not working as well as you'd like it to. And this should be an area that you would really like to go to work on tonight. And then you turn your booklet to section three and write that down in section three, area you're working on. What did you pick? Eric, I picked
2: uh, just having fun and being playful. Having
0: fun and and playful and being playful. Okay, great, Stephanie. Um, I
1: put uh, moving and my living situation. Where I am right now is not where I want to be. So So you
0: you picked your living situation. Awesome. Great. All right,
1: Evelyn. Um, I picked
3: the um, the business end of my career. The
0: business end of your career, and you're an opera singer. Yeah. So
3: the creative part, I'm feeling good about that, but the business end, the money making the business fabulous um, things. Yes. Very good.
0: <laughs> Shira
4: Mine is similar to <laughs> Ellen's. <laughs> um, I I picked that I'm um, really the business end of my career. I'm kind of going working on photography, but I'm a singer and an actress and and somebody said to me, why are you doing this photography when you're a real <laughs> singer and actress? Why aren't you doing that? So,
0: Okay, so that's the area you're going to go to work on. Timmy. Yeah. Very that's great. Like All right, awesome. So now, we're going to distinguish your probable, almost certain future in that area. And I'm going to start with looking at what I mean by your probable, almost certain future, okay? So the probable, almost certain future is distinct from one's inevitable future, right? For example, it is inevitable, not probable, that we're going to get older, right? Inevitable means it cannot be avoided. Probable means it's likely, but it's not certain. It is predictable. The probable, almost certain future it's just that. It is probable. It's not inevitable. And it's not pie in the sky. It's probably how the future's going to be. Okay? So remember I, um, I shared that the area I'm working on is the relationship with my mom, particularly when I go to visit her. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, I, I said that in, you know, I, I find myself being annoyed with her attention and care whenever I visit her, and I resist and ignore her expectations of the visit, okay? So here's what I'm already doing, what I've already been doing in that relationship when I visit her, is I arrive back home in Bayou Pigeon, Louisiana, right? It's 30 miles remote from any other place. No cell phone reception, no internet access, no agenda. I'm planning to chill out and be taken care of by my mom, so I plan that. Right. Shortly into this day, it becomes really clear that I have many decisions to make about all the meals I have to choose for the rest of the week, when I want my laundry done, what aunts and uncles and cousins and friends and neighbors I am visiting according to her agenda, and I begrudgingly surrender as the time for chilling out gets shorter and shorter right? Then there's the differences of opinions we have, like about um, what time to wake up and what time to get going. I complain, (laughs) and I tag along, right? And then our visit also progresses into comments on how my hair looks and what I should and shouldn't wear, and I protest. There are moments of playfulness and laughter, but mostly I resist ignore and get annoyed and end up more tired than when I first arrived. And that's pretty much how the whole week goes. I end the visit doing damage control after having upset her and frustrated myself. And I leave having missed the opportunity of the whole point of the visit, and that is to be with and, and, uh, in a very profound way, right, with my mom. I also leave thankful that I don't live in Bayou Pigeon, Louisiana anymore, (laughs) and thinking that I'm gonna take a little more time before I come visit again, right? So it's probable and almost certain that I will plan to go home and chill out and be taken care of by my mom, but really spend the whole time resisting and ignoring her intentions, and continue to just surrender and complain and tag along and protest and then have to do damage control. That's what's probable and almost certain what I'll do every visit. What I already have in this relationship when I visit, in the relationship with my mom when I visit, is infrequent, unfulfilling visits with my mom, a mother who feels let down, and a lot of disappointment with myself for not being a better son. So what's probable is that I'll continue to have that in my relationship with my mom when I visit her who I already have been being is a frustrated annoyed disappointed lazy insensitive spoiled brat when I visit my mom. Okay? So how do you how do you determine your probable almost certain future in the area that you're working on? Okay? So you look at this. You look at what you're already doing, what you already have, and who you've already been being. And what's important, particularly in this part of the exercise, is that you tell the truth to yourself. Be insightfully straight with yourself. All right, so take a few minutes and distinguish your probable, almost certain future in the, in the area that you're at work on tonight. Can you spin
2: the have again in your example? You so were,
0: what I have is like infrequent, Unfulfilling visits with my mom, mm-hmm. a mother who's let down, who feels let down, and disappointment with myself. That's like what I have in that relationship when I visit. Oh, okay. Thank yeah? you. It mm-hmm. yeah,
3: helps.
0: It's Thank like an experience. So, who would like to say there are probable, almost certain future in your area? Yes, Steph? So, do I
1: start with what I'm doing, or...? Yes. Okay, so my area is moving, uh, Mm -hmm. particularly to New York City. Um, So what I... I live in New Jersey right now, and so what what I already do is I convince myself it's smart to stay in suburbia. Okay, Um, great. (laughs) I avoid even thinking about what it would take, what I would have to do to actually move here. I am ha- I, already uh, loving New York City when I'm here and wishing I was here. Mm. And I, what I already do is sign my lease year after year. Mm. Um, so what I have are regrets, um, a really nice apartment in New Jersey, uh, a business in New York City wanting for me to grow it. Right? I have you know, things to do here. I have a lot of friends, family uh, in New York City that I don't get to spend enough time with. And I have high Easy Pass bills and lots of train rides and parking fees. Oh. <laughs>
0: great, <laughs> well done.
1: So, uh, how I'm, what am how I'm being is completely terrified, uh, fearful, stubborn, resistant, and boring.
0: Beautiful, well done, very great, awesome. Anyone else? Yes, Sierra.
4: Mine are not as <laughs> clear okay. as Emily's, but you'll help me. Well, we can work <laughs> um, together. Oh good, Um, uh, so I just start with what I'm doing or do I tell you what my goal is?
0: Your problem is our future. What is it that you're already doing and Um, then what you have and then who you've already been being?
4: Okay, Um, so um, I guess I'm not following through, not being all that I can be, not reaching my potential. Um, I have feeling cut off and not uh, like the person I should be, is that in the half? would that be?
0: Well you have, what is it that you have in that area?
4: Uh, mediocrity.
0: Mediocrity. Okay. Um, uh, what do we have? You um, have feelings of being cut off. That's a having, right? Yeah. Mediocrity. I mean, I can say what I have not. (laughs) What what do you have not? What do I have not?
4: (laughs) Um, I have not um, all of these wonderful things that are, I feel, at my fingertips, like um, recording career, Mm -hmm. singing on Broadway, doing opera. Um, I am doing certain things, I am producing something, but uh, a feeling of connection with people and feeling that I'm making things happen.
0: Great. Is it like missed opportunities?
4: Yeah, that's great. All
0: right, so that's what you have, right? Some missed opportunities. Yeah, okay. Love it, yeah. Feelings of being cut off. Yeah, and, and frustration, frustration. And But
4: that might be, being, yeah. Great. That's Write good.
0: that down. What,
4: what was that again? <laughs> <laughs> mediocrity.
0: Medi- mediocrity, and uh-huh. then you had feelings of being cut off. Right. And missed opportunities.
4: Missed opportunities, nice. Okay. And um, the um, being. And who have you already been being? Um, scared. Yes. Um, indecisive. Mm-hmm. Frustrated. Mm-hmm. Nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not resourceful.
0: Mm, unres- yeah.
4: um, I hate to say wimpy because that's kind of blaming myself. Um.
0: <laughs> are you? <laughs> Am I wimpy? Are you blaming yourself? Oh. Uh,
4: yeah, I guess so.
0: Okay. Well, whatever you call that, right?
4: Yeah.
0: You are being that. Yeah. Great. Brilliant. Well done. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, Um, this is your probable almost certain future in your area that you're at work on tonight. Unless you work hard on changing this over time, this is what you will have in your future. If it stayed that way, can you see that you could be okay with that? Now, I didn't say you would like it, but you could live with it you've got other areas that are working well. So if this area stayed that way, you'd be okay, you'd be fine. You've made it so far with this future. You'll continue to make it. However, this is the an area that you said you want to go to work on tonight, so we're gonna go to work on inventing a new possibility in that area. And the first thing we're gonna do in inventing a possibility is to look at what is missing. The first thing we think when we hear what is missing is fixing and changing something that's wrong. And I really don't mean something's wrong. What is missing is that which if I were if it were there in that area, it would make a difference and maybe even inspire me. Okay? So, as I said before, who I had already been being Actually, let me go back here. There's um there, there, how many of you, all of you have heard of Michael Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. i give you a, a, an expert's example, right? Michael Jordan, the best basketball player of all times, right? It's well known that in his time off, he actually watched videos of himself playing basketball. You know, videos of the games that he played. He wasn't watching to find what was wrong. He was actually viewing those videos to see what was missing, that if it were there, it would really make a difference. Okay? So, in, for my own personal example, you know, as I said before, who I had already been being with my mom on my visits with her, is a frustrated, annoyed, disappointed, lazy, insensitive, spoiled brat, right? So, what I saw was missing, the presence of which would make a difference when I really looked, was being at ease on those visits, you know, being generative, and being gallant with my mother. Right? So, what those, when I got to those things, what they made available, so like just being easygoing, and accepting, and pleasing with anything and everything in those visits, and being a co-creator of my visits with my mom, and my time with her, rather than a victim, And being gallant, I looked it up. It means elaborately and uh, courteously attentive. So that my (laughs) downtime also included taking complete care of my mom. Right? All right, good. So I want to give you an opportunity to take a couple of minutes to create for yourself what is missing, the presence of which would make a difference in your area. Okay, let's hear from a few of you about what's missing, the presence of which would make a difference in your area. Yes, Eric.
2: You know, I'm sitting here, and I I just really got that if I was able to just not worry about what was next, and not plan, and just be there for fun, then I could actually live a life that was fun. I I constantly am thinking about, okay, you know, who am I going to meet here? You know, where does that person work? You know, can I Can I make them part of my network? Or she's kind of cute. I'm always planning like a move. Got it. As opposed to just kind of being like, hey, how you doing? And just having a good time. Great. Okay, very
0: good. So can you just, because I didn't call on you earlier about your problem with certain future. Could you create for me what you came up with in terms of who you have already been being?
2: Sure. Um, I was being unwanted. I was being boring. I was being so serious and just scared and alone. Okay,
0: what is that like for you?
2: You know, it's not really all that happy. You know, it's kind of a kind of a uh, a life where you just kind of just are going through the motions, going through the motions. Yeah. Right? Okay, got that. Yeah.
0: Now, if that were, if you weren't just going through the motions in life, how would you be being?
2: I'd be relaxed, I'd be playful, relaxed, playful, great. Yeah. You know, I'd be those things that I've seen other people that inspire me. You'd be inspired? Yeah. Okay, great. Very good. What would
0: that make available for you? I think just bliss. Bliss. Great. Yeah. Write that down. <laughs> All <right>. Okay. Bliss.
2: <laughs> Very good. Yeah, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Yeah. All right? who else? Yes, Evelyn. Okay,
3: so um, what's missing I have um, uh, that in the presence of which would make a difference um, would be being in control Um, easy, joyful, playful, efficient, um, having support systems Productive, efficient. I guess I said that already. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, and just saying that. Um, yeah, and confident, confident, um, confident, courageous, efficient, joyful. Mostly, the, mostly what I was getting was um, having that same sense of play right. and joyfulness that I do in my, the creative aspect right. of it. I got
0: that. But also with the business. End. So a yeah. lot missing. Can you go back to? Um, what you distinguish is in terms of who you have already been being in your area. Yeah,
3: sure. Um, okay, so the, like the probable, almost certain future. Yeah, the part
0: about who you've already been being.
3: Okay. Um, so, let's see. Okay, so just that part, not the doing or the having. Okay. So who I've already been being is um, frustrated, overwhelmed, depressed, um, Mm. feeling defeated before even... (laughs) Really trying. Right. Um, Lazy Mm -hmm. Um, and indecisive and, yeah, ineffective.
0: Mm. (laughs) Mm. How's that impacting your life?
3: Um, Well, I just feel like I'm stuck in molasses, like I'm just not Mm. moving forward, you know? Yeah.
0: So, a complete experience of just being stuck, right? Completely. Okay. Yeah if that were not there that experience of being completely stuck
3: uh-huh. you know
0: defeated depressed all those things mm-hmm. were not there how would you be being
3: probably like <laughs> like i was when i was in kindergarten which is just this mm. like little playful like nymph running around dancing mm. and singing and just no boundaries no limits great yeah <laughs>
0: Got that. So playful,
3: playful, creative. Just you know, yeah. I just don't think there there would be any limits. It's mm. yeah. It's weird. It's as I was talking about, I realized that all that is. I could just sort of, um, yeah, that she would have no fear. I realized that all this stuff, mm. as I was talking, it's it all seems to be about fear, mm. in a way. Whereas when I think about. If that wasn't there, it's like almost like the straitjacket, or like being in some men. right? If that just comes off. Then there's no there's no fear. Mm. Whereas all that other stuff seems to be. I don't know. Somehow it just stems stems um, with fear. And if I didn't have that, it was like, whoa. Well, <laughs> then all that would just go away. Let me ask you one more question. Yeah.
0: Um, who do you never get to be? that you would love being able to be in your area of your career, your, the business end of your career?
3: Who do I never get to be mm-hmm. in that area? That you would
0: love being able to be.
3: Um, well, I think two things. One is that playful little girl mm-hmm. who's like running around, you know, Great. <laughs> um, little fairy costumes and you know, right? <laughs> breaking, you know, <laughs> little dust on everybody right um and then also i don't know like <laughs> this is gonna sound wild but just like the mogul mogul <laughs> the, the mogul
0: awesome yeah just That's like great the,
3: you know the the business powerhouse like
0: got that you so know, both sides out. have been Here completely expressed yeah. right yeah awesome yeah so write that down <laughs> okay, write that great down. thanks right very good okay great great work everyone thank you all right So look in your workbooks and write down, you know, look at what you wrote down as missing and who you're being, the presence of which would make a difference in that area of your life. And if you'd like to alter something out of what other people shared, please take a minute to do that. So is there anyone who's not seen something that's missing, the presence of which would make a difference? Great. Great. Good. So we'll continue to work on this. And then keep looking for yourself, expanding on it, listen to what other people say. And later we'll take a short break and feel free to work further with with the people that are here assisting, you know, Stephanie and I, excuse me. So one thing we're committed to tonight is that you come away having invented a possibility for yourself or your life that moves, touches, and inspires you. The next step tonight in inventing a new possibility is to take what's missing and state it as a possibility. You remember I said what was missing, the presence of which would make a difference and inspire me with my mom and our visits together, is being at ease, being generative, and being gallant, right? So the possibility I'm inventing for myself in my life is the possibility of being at ease generative and gallant and here's what happened so first of all I have been stuck in you know like reacting to and resisting my mother's attention and care during our visits for most of my adult life there's no resisting however or reacting standing in this new possibility of being at ease being generative and being gallant only being with my mom and appreciating everything about our visits, and um, being generative and gallant with her. Um, I'd also, there was just being a co-creator of those visits, right, and being elaborately attentive. So since inventing this new possibility, I've had the pleasure of participating in, planning, and attending my mother and father's 50th wedding anniversary, Mm -hmm. right? And you know, I arrived in Bayou Pigeon, Louisiana, and it started to go exactly as it always does. Like, I arrived late, went straight to bed. Four hours later, I was awakened by the clanging of the pots at 4.30 in the morning, and my mother saying, Charles Iris, because that's what she calls me whenever I'm in trouble, right? <laughs> I get up, go to the kitchen at 4.30, only to find out she wants to know what I want for breakfast in an hour and a half, right? And then there were the comments about my hair. There were the, the plans she had for all the visits I had to do. But that's my mother, right? Down to the every detail, and I adore her, right? So the ceremony, the reception, the dinner, the dance for their 50th wedding anniversary went off without a hitch. It was extraordinary. And I don't remember the last time I ever had such a great time with my mom, right? So the last night I was there, I'm sitting in the living room with my mom and, we're, and she's opening her gifts that she got for the, for the ceremony, for, for the celebration. And I'm writing down the names and addresses for her to send her thank you notes. And, she, and I'm looking down and she says, Charles Iris and the hair on the back of my head stands up because I think I'm in trouble, right? <laughs> and she looks over at me and says, thank you for giving me so much to remember and cherish. And my visits and my relationship with my mom has been off the charts ever since, greater than I've ever thought possible. All right? So speculate about the possibilities you could invent and write them in Section 6, Inventing a New Possibility of Your Workbook. Yes, Evelyn. So,
3: is this something that you would have, like a new possibility, like a, or just a way it's of being? It's actually created.
0: Okay. And it is a way of being. Okay. It is a way of being. A way of being. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right, who'd like to say the possibility they invented? Yes, Steph. Okay,
1: so, do I just say? Do I have to say a sentence or something? No, or? just
0: say what you invented.
1: Okay, so I invented the possibility of being original, outrageous, and a creative risk taker.
0: Great. That, that looks like it inspires Whoa. you, right? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, awesome. So Eric? I mean, you
2: know, I really got the whole um, thing Evelyn talked about, so I, I, my possibility is living life like recess. Okay,
0: yes, <laughs> <is so laughs> Yeah, (laughs) And what would that, how would you be being if you were living life like recess? You'd
2: be the kid just running around going from like swings to slides to like this kid to that kid and just not really caring and just playing. All right, great. Very good. Okay, good.
0: Now, if you'll pick the possibility that you're inventing for yourself. Remember you were speculating. You may have had one, two, or three written there. Mm -hmm. Pick the one that you're inventing for yourself and your life and take that possibility and if you turn the page to the back write it in in this section on that page the possibility I'm inventing for myself in my life is the possibility of being. Alright, so write it there.
2: How would I be recess?
0: (laughs) (laughs) How are you being if you're being a kid at recess? What is that for you? Carefree. Carefree. Anything else?
2: Um, And playful. Carefree and playful.
0: All right, so what did you invent? Shira? Um,
4: Glittering ease and devil may care and um, meaning. Does Can you say more about meaning? Um,
0: a purpose. Purposeful. Purposeful. Being purposeful. Yeah. Glittering. But with
4: something, you know, uh, like when you feel in life like you have, I guess a purpose, but it, that seems a little empty somehow.
0: Like fulfilling your purpose. Is that right?
4: Yeah. Like when I do something, it has a depth to it.
0: Okay. Great. All right, so how would you say that, being what?
4: Glittering,
0: oh, you mean the yeah, purpose thing? Yeah, the whole thing.
4: thing? Uh, glittering, ease, devil may care. Um, what did we say in the last one, depth?
0: Depth. Being deep, or? Being deep. deep. <laughs> <laughs> Does that inspire you? Yeah. Awesome, okay, great, perfect. Thanks. Very good, Evelyn? Um, so, do I read this part? First, or do I just say yeah? The... the possibility I'm inventing okay. for myself and my life is the possibility of being.
3: Okay. The possibility I am inventing for myself and my life is the possibility of being joyful, powerful,
0: and productive. Okay. Great. <laughs> I can say. <laughs> joyful. Uh huh. Say it. Could you say it again, please?
3: Oh. Okay. Was it the Choice of words? Or... No, no, no! It's no. great. Oh, okay. I just oh, okay. You didn't, you didn't buy it. No, I. It's not that at all. <laughs> I just to say it again? All right, all right. <laughs> Here we go. The possibility I'm inventing for myself and my life is the possibility of being joyful, powerful,
2: and productive.
0: Great, great, very great. All right, Eric.
2: Uh, the possibility <laughs> I'm inventing for myself and my life is the possibility of being carefree. Playful, fun, and a risk taker. Oh
0: my! And that's what's what's there right now, right? Yeah. Very good, Eric. Totally. Great work. Thank Very you. great, Steph.
1: Okay. The possibility I'm inventing for myself and my life is the possibility of being original, outrageous, and creative risk taker. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> oh,
1: my risk-taker.
0: Awesome. Great work, everybody. Okay, now. I'd like you to just flip your booklet so that it actually coincides with what's working and what's not working. So the possibility page next to section one and section two. If you open it up, you just fold it like this. Okay? Let's fold it one more time. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Ask yourself the question, if the, this possibility, the one you just invented, were present in those areas of my life What would that be like? Be great. Be great, right? (laughs) Anyone else? Fabulous. Fabulous. Limitless. Limitless. Got that. Great. Sierra? Uh, I
4: have to think about this. Oh, I see glittering?
0: I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. So if you were, if you had the possibility of glittering ease... Right. Yeah. What else did you say? Glittering ease.
4: Uh, devil may care. Devil
0: may care. Being
4: deep and I stole. Being evidence. deep. Powerful.
0: And powerful. Um, In all areas of your life here, you're either there working or not working. How would that be like? What would that be like for you?
4: I feel like something's missing.
0: Something's missing from your possibility. Yeah. What that is it?
4: Possible. it um. <laughs> is possible, of course.
0: <laughs>
4: um. Something in terms of relating to people, Mm. and it's it. I said powerful, but it's something. Mm. Um, It's a it's um something in terms of that I get um afraid or or something.
0: Okay. What about relating to people? What do you see possible? Say that again. What do you see possible for yourself in the area of relating to people?
4: That I would be more powerful, that I would... Powerfully
0: related, maybe.
4: Yeah, and that there would be, like you said, a word, co-creative, something like that. Awesome.
0: Okay, does that do it for you? Yeah. Great. Yeah. I got that. Thank you. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, good. So, this gives you a sense of the kinds of results people get out of the Landmark Forum. During the first part of this evening, we were committed to or committed that you invent a new possibility for yourself and your life in an area of life that's important to you. I hope it has been of value to you and worth your time. We're going to take a short break now. And in our experience, some people know at this point they would like to register. For those of you who would like to register now, you can see either Stephanie or myself at the beginning of the break. The restrooms are just outside the door to the right and then a quick left. Now, for those of you who are interested in or considering being in the Landmark Forum, the second part of the evening is about what happens in the Landmark Forum and what you can expect to get out of it, the cost, the the location, and the dates of the upcoming Landmark Forums in your area, and how to register. If you're not interested in finding out more about the Landmark Forum, this evening may be complete for you. Thank you very much for being here, and in particular, thank you for considering doing business with us. We appreciate your time and interest. Um, We have some additional information we'd like to uh, give you, and if you're interested in that, please see Stephanie on your way out. Also, if you have a moment, on the booklet on the back, there is a short survey. We request that you take a moment to fill out just to let us know how your introduction to the Landmark Forum went for you your feedback is really valuable to us. Now when we come back from the break, we will go right to work on looking at how the Landmark Forum works in terms of impacting the areas of your life that are not working or not working as well as, it, as, well as you'd like them to. Also, even the surprising impact the Landmark Forum has on areas of life that are working. So it's now 9 PM. We'll uh, start up again at 9.10. And for those of you that have any questions about any of the work we've done in the first half, I'll be right here. Welcome back. As I said before, during this part of the evening, I'll be providing you with the information you need to participate in the Landmark Forum. Um, Let me start with a few words about Landmark Education. So as many of you already know, Landmark Education is a global educational organization. Our programs are considered cutting-edge in the industry, and we receive very high satisfaction ratings from our customers around the world. Just to give you a sense of what I mean, over 94% of participants surveyed state that the Landmark Forum made a profound difference in the way that I live my life. Formed in 1991, Landmark Education has delivered our programs to hundreds of thousands of people in North America, Europe, Israel, Africa, Japan, India, Australia, and New Zealand. Each year, over 125,000 people in more than 20 different countries participate in our programs. So I hope this just gives you a small sense of our scope and reach. Now let's talk about the basic information about the Landmark Forum. If you'll take out the syllabus that we handed you on your way in, (laughs) inside of the syllabus, there's a sheet entitled Basic Information About the Landmark Forum. and I just, I'll go over some of this with you. This is for you to take with you, by the way. So, first of all, the Landmark Forum takes place over a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then a Tuesday evening. The times on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are 9 a.m. to approximately 10 p.m. and then 7.30 p.m to 10.45 p.m. on Tuesday evenings. The tuition is $485 and the minimum deposit is $100. And included in your uh, tuition is an optional 10 session seminar series where you'll be coached in applying the principles of the Landmark Forum in your life. So there's breaks every two and a half to three hours throughout the day Uh, that's 30 minutes long, and then there's an hour and a half long meal break around 6 p.m. each day. The Landmark Forum is conducted with anywhere from 50 to 250 people at a time. Okay? So like I said, this is information for you to take with you. Now, if you also look at the syllabus, I'm not going to go through everything in the syllabus tonight, but I am going to touch upon a couple of things that happen in the Landmark Forum. So remember from the first part of the evening, all those areas that you listed that are working are or not working as well as you'd like them to? That's basically what you walk into the Landmark Forum with. Imagine it's Friday morning, 9 a.m., and you're sitting in your chair in the Landmark Forum. The first break isn't for two and a half hours, and you're kind of wondering, what am I doing here, right? So you have an idea why you came. And it has a lot to do with those things that are not working or not working as well as you'd like them to. You look around the room, and there's about 150 people and one person up front. Maybe you're skeptical. Maybe you're a little uncertain, curious, or excited. I know for myself, I was just really interested. Right? I was interested in what the course would provide and really who I'd become at the completion, by the completion of the Landmark Forum. Right? And then about a half an hour after it started in my Landmark Forum, a woman started talking, really complaining about her boss. She went up to the microphone and I was thinking, I remember thinking, thank goodness she's here. right? <laughs> All right? Then the Landmark Forum leader started interacting with her, and it was fascinating. Um, he pointed out that she had an already, always listening about her boss. And he called it a filter that she always listened him through. Now at first this sounded really strange to me. But then as I kept listening, I realized that the landmark form leader had hit the nail on the head. She was listening through a filter I said to myself, there's nothing wrong with her boss, she's the problem, right? <laughs> right? And she has a filter, she has a filter that she's listening him through. Then the Landmark Forum leader said, he looked at all of us and he suggested, we all ha- are listening through filters. In fact, we were listening to the woman and to him through a filter or through what he called our already, always listening. And at first I said, no, I'm not, right? But then actually I had to admit it, right? I just said, I'm so happy she's here, and she's the problem, right? So there was already a filter. So I realized that I wasn't listening to that woman. I wasn't even listening to the landmark forum leader. I was listening to my own running commentary my judgments, my evaluations. And at that moment, I had my first of many insights. So if you look at page one, or day one, n- uh, number two, already always listening. That's one of the distinctions of the first day. In the already always listening se- segment, we visit the notion that while we think ourselves as open-minded and objective, in fact, our approach to ourselves, our circumstances, and others is often filtered, et cetera. The major insight I had at that moment, like within the first hour of the landmark forum, is I I thought about my dad. I'm three years old, and my dad is sitting in this old brown wooden rocking chair crying, and my mom let opens the door and lets these three big men in the house who take my dad away, and I start saying, "I want my dad! I want my dad!" And my mom says, "Your dad." Is sick and he's going to the hospital. So the next day and the next day and the next day, I, w- I just kept saying, I want my dad back. I want my dad back. And then finally, after a long time, I mean, all I knew was that my dad was gone and it was a long time. And I found out later it was a year. And to a three year old, that's forever, right? But finally, my mom sat me down and said, Really seriously, your dad's coming home and he's gonna be different. So the ne- very next day, my dad came home from the hospital, and he was different. He wasn't fun anymore. And that became my filter in my relationship with my father. So I tell you, when I saw that, it's in the Lamar forum, when the landmark forum leader pointed out, already always listening, it's like that filter fell away. And at the very next break, I called my dad. And though we said some of the same things we usually say, it was like I heard my father for the first time in 27 years, and all I could hear was him unconditionally loving me all through my life. And it it was just amazing. So I got my dad back within the first hour of the Landmark Forum. So you can well imagine I couldn't wait for day two, right? (laughs) So, So day two. There's a conversation in day two. Uh, First of all, how many of you have ever been stopped by fear? (laughs) Right? So there's a conversation in day two called freedom from anxiety. You know, and I went into the Landmark Forum, I'm pretty confident and outgoing, thinking I'm unstoppable, like a thought. But really, in this conversation, I, I really got to something. And that is that I actually don't make some of the most important choices in my life were fear of making the wrong choices, which was completely limiting me in most areas, right? So um, I'd like to just read you, you know, what it says in this, in this section of the syllabus. Consider that one of the primary obstacles to effectiveness is fear. No matter how accomplished, successful, or courageous we are, fear and anxiety seem to play a role at some point in all of our lives. Often we allow our fears and anxieties to stop us, to determine how much we'll risk, and to limit the range in which we live, assigning them an unwarranted power and magnitude in our lives. When we see that our relationship to to our anxieties and fears inadvertently gives them a life of their own, something else becomes possible. We find ourselves being powerful in the face of what has stopped us before and free to rediscover and pursue our passions in life. OK, so let me give you an example. Um, so prior to being an entrepreneur, I have, a, I, had a back, I have a background in performing arts and restaurant management. You know those two kind of go together sometimes, <laughs> right? And uh, so you could say when I registered for the Landmark Forum, I was a starving artist, right? And then after participating in the Landmark Forum, and particularly from this conversation, I got freedom from, from my concerns and my fears to you know, go for what I really wanted. And I got in action and started creating you know, my businesses. And you know, since doing the Landmark Forum, I've really multiplied my income by 20 times. Okay? So now, I want to take you to Day 3. You know, day 1 and Day 2 were really great. Where the real transformation occurs is in day three. It's where we want to get into how the landmark forum works. Um, we'll work on the possibility that you invented tonight in the first half of the, of the introduction. So here's where we look at what it's going to take for you to have your possibility become real in your life. All right? So, Stephanie, would you assist me in this part? All right, if you draw a circle for me, thanks. So let's say that inside of this circle is all knowledge. And then if you draw a little um, wedge of the pie there, and let's say inside of this piece of the pie is everything that you know that you know. Like everything that you know and you know that you know it, right? Like I know how to speak English. I know how to drive a car. I know how to make a seafood gumbo. I know how to play guitar. Those are some of the things I know, right? All right, great. And then let's look at the other area. Can you draw another piece of the pie? This is what you know that you don't know, right? Some of the things I don't know are how to fly an airplane, how to speak Mandarin Chinese. You know, those kind of things I don't know. And I know that I don't know them, right? It's very simple. There's nothing unclear about it. You know you don't know it. So now I'd like someone to volunteer to work with us, right? And we're going to look at what you know you know and what you know you don't know about the possibility you invented. Who'd like to do that? All right, great. Eric? Great. Thank you. All right. So what do you know? So could you first state your possibility that you invented in the first half? Sure.
2: The possibility I'm inventing for myself and my life is the possibility of being carefree, playful, fun, and a risk taker.
0: Great. Now, Eric, what do you know about your possibility?
2: Um, what do I know about it? Um, I know I'd love to, to be it.
0: You, you know you love to be
2: it. Yeah. Right? Could you write that down? Sure.
0: Love to be it. All right, what else do you know about it?
2: Um, I know it involved other people.
0: It would involve other people, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And you know that you know that. Mm-hmm. OK, good. Now, what do you know you don't know about your possibility?
2: Um, that I don't know how to do it. You don't know how to do it, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, very good. Anything else you don't know about your possibility?
2: Uh, That's the big one. Okay, good.
0: (laughs) All right, great. Eric, thank you. Thank Thank you for doing this work for everybody. Okay? So now, I want to direct all your attention to the other part of the circle. This is the area that we work on in the Landmark Forum. This area is what you don't know that you don't know. So let me ask you, Eric. What is something you don't know you don't know about your possibility? I don't know. Right? That's right. You have no answer. <laughs> right? It's like your blind spot. Yeah. That is where the breakthroughs are going to happen, though, with respect to fulfilling on your possibility. So if you think about it, all this that you know, excuse me, Stephanie, all this that you know and all this that you don't know isn't going to carry the day. Right. Here's an example. How many of you know how to lose weight, right? Does that make any difference in terms of really losing weight? No. No, right? We all know to eat less and exercise more doesn't make the difference knowing it, right? Okay, very good. So now we're going to get a little glimpse of what we don't know that we don't know tonight about what it's going to take for you to fulfill in your possibility. Um, Let's go back to the first page of your workbook. Section one and section two, what's working and what's not working. On that page, we wrote down everything that works and everything that doesn't work in that area of your, you know, in in different areas of your life, right? The truth is, we only spent a few minutes on this. But if we took hours doing this, we could get your entire life, everything in your life, captured here, right? Right? So, but for right now, just imagine we have everything on this sheet of paper. When you look at this piece of paper, that's the person that you've become in life. How did you get to be that way? Parents. Your parents, right? Great. Past mistakes. Your past mistakes, right? You learn from your mistakes. Yep. Evelyn?
3: Uh, I was just going to say conditioning, but I guess it's... Conditioning. Mm -hmm.
0: Perfect. Shira? Shira?
4: Um, sorry, I'm not getting this.
0: Okay, All right, I apologize. great, we'll just keep listening. Okay. Right, so how did you get to be this way?
1: Like the media.
0: Media, mm-hmm. great, big influence, right, Eric? Education. Edu- your education definitely has you become who you are, right? Parents. Eric, Evelyn? Parents, your, upbringing. Your upbringing. Religion. 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 Okay. Anything else? Sure, you got one?
4: Um... Spirituality. Your spirituality,
0: right? Your training as a singer.
4: Your environment.
0: Your environment, right? Very, very good. Very good. Now, if you put all that together, and this is just a small sampling, we could probably come up with a lot of other influences, right? We can see that all those things are valid, right? So, what do we call that? It's your past, right? It's your past. It's obvious, isn't it? So the way we got to be the way we are is from the past. The past is the past, and it's the way we are, and there's nothing we can do about it. So now, I'm going to say something very radical. Your past, let's say this is your past, has nothing to do with who you are in the present. Nothing absolutely nothing, nada. All right? So you might ask yourself, if the past is not making me who I am in the present, what is making me who I am, right? What makes you who you are in the present is not the past, but the future, that you're living into. The future you're living into is what makes you who you are in the present. Now, how can that be? Let me give you an example. I'm in my office. You know, bright fluorescent lights overhead. I've got a stack of messages to return, probably going to take me two or three days. You know, piles of paperwork to do a project do at work in a week and it's going to take me probably two weeks to complete it and I am happy because I know in my briefcase I've got two tickets to my favorite resort in Hawaii and I'm going with my favorite person right so fast track two weeks later I'm lying on the beach in Hawaii you know the ocean is like the perfect shade of blue The wind is kissing my face. The sand is completely white. You know, I'm having drinks delivered to me by hula boys and hula girls, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm upset and concerned. Why? Because I know in my hotel room, I've got two tickets back to the bright lights of the office and way too much work to do. You see, it's the future you're living into that gives you who you're being in the present. So what's giving you who you are is your future. It's the future you're living into that's giving you who you are in the present. So why does it look like it's your past giving you who you're being in the present? Because it does, right? Right? um, Why it looks like your past is giving you who you are in the present is because your past isn't located in your past. Where is it located?
1: Present?
0: No, worse. It's located in your future. It is the past that is sitting out there in your future that's making you who you are in the present. Let me give you an example okay? So I'm three years old. Remember my mom, Bernice? So I'd already, already been dis, uh, diagnosed that I was allergic to all seafood in Bayou Pigeon, Louisiana, right?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and then at three years old, it was like the second time, I remember, it. second time my mom was feeding me chicken. And the first time it made my throat itch, but I didn't really have the words to explain it. I just said I don't like it. And my mom was a real stickler that you try everything. So she said, it's not chicken. It's rabbit, because we eat that kind of thing in Bayou Pigeon, Louisiana, right? And And I actually ate it. And I had a horrible allergic reaction, rushed to the hospital and almost died. And I made up, you can't trust anyone not even your mother, right? Now that past did not get left back in the past when I was three years old. It got filed in my future for future reference and from that point on I was a distrusting person. Okay? Go to first grade. I'm in the first grade. Miss Wees is my first grade teacher. She looked like she was six feet tall, red hair, and I had the biggest crush on her. And she called on people every day to go out in the hall and get the time and come back and tell the class what time it was. And I didn't know how to tell time. So I ran home and asked my mom to give me a crash course in telling time. <laughs> so she, you know, taught me every 15 minutes. So I go into school the next day and I raise my hand when Mr. Wees asked for someone to go out in the hall and get the time. And she called on me, and I'll go out into the hallway, and it's not one of those 15-minute marks. Okay? So I shuffled back into the classroom with my head bowed down, and Ms. Dewey says, what time is it? And I said, I don't know that time. And everybody laughed. And I made up, right, that I will never, ever put myself in a position to look that stupid again ever and ever since that point I've had to work things out think it through practice it know what to say before I take any action right how many of you have had first loves Right? fifth grade mine was Sherry Verrett and I wrote her that note you know I love you do you love me check yes or no (laughs) and she checked yes And sent it back to me. And I was so excited. I was running through the halls at school to find her. And as I was coming to the corner, I heard her telling her girlfriends that she wrote yes to make fun of me. Because I was such a waste that I was such a sissy. And I decided to never, ever, ever open my heart up that much again. And from that point on, I had one foot out the door in a backpack ready to leave all my relationships. See, the the way the landmark form works is that your past that is out there in your future gets put back where it belongs in the past. Now, what does that leave in your future? Nothing. Nothing, right? And what can you do with nothing? Anything you want. You have a wide open space and you can create anything. You can start with those possibilities that you invented tonight and create and fulfill possibilities in every area of your life. Now, knowing that the things in your past are impacting your future makes absolutely no difference. But sometimes Sunday afternoon, the constraints the past have over your future, disappear, and you will have a wide open space that's as clear for you as the hand in front of your face. And you will get present to that anything, anything you want for yourself and your life is available out of your participation in the Landmark Forum. And that is why your friends and family invited you here tonight. I told you earlier I'd show you how to register, and I'm going to do that now. So if you take out your syllabus there's a registration card in there. You'll take that out please. So to register you fill out the card completely with your name, address, and phone numbers. The dates of the available Landmark Forums in your area are April 11th, 12th, 13th, and the evening of the 15th, April 25th, 26th, 27th, and the evening of the 29th, and May 9th, 10th, and 11th, and the evening of the 13th. So pick the dates that work for you and write them on the top line of the card. The tuition, again, is $485, and the minimum deposit is $100. Then, please take your completed registration card to Stephanie in the back of the room, and we'll give you a packet of information about your landmark forum that you can take with you. So, some of you may have further questions that you'd like to have answered or things to work out. In which case, you know, Stephanie and I are available for you. Um, I know your time and attention are yours. And you gave them both very generously tonight, and I want to thank you for that. And thank you particularly for considering doing business with us. And for those of you that register, thank you for doing business with us. We're now going to take the next several minutes Um, to give those of you who have questions an opportunity to get those questions answered. And for those of you who'd like to register now, please do that.